Hi everyone, I'm Tarasha. Welcome to the Tarasha Show. And on today, we are going to talk about DC movies and Superman legacy and casting. And we're also going to be talking about getting outside of your comfort zone when it comes to movies and TV shows. And we're also going to be talking about Avatar The Last, Airbender, the live action, and about the character development, certain things that have came out recently. And we're going to talk about that. I hope everyone enjoys this episode and join me um, talking about these subjects. I hope everyone is having a good day. everyone so i want to talk about um dc's like films that they're working on and stuff i have talked about this before it's been a while and i want to refresh my mind and talk to you guys about it at the same time because they has been casting for superman legacy which i love there's been i'm going to be talking about the characters um there was um a casting yesterday which Millie Alcott is going to play Supergirl and I thought we would not get a uh uh announcement for Supergirl in like a cut like a year or so because her movie doesn't have a date yet which is her movie is called Super um Supergirl uh, Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow, which I am reading the comic book. Um, I'm almost done. I, I got to get on that. But um, yeah, I thought we were just not going to get her her uh, her announcement for her for a minute. But I think she's just going to appear in Superman Legacy. They have cast this. Uh, they've cast, now they have cast this Supergirl, Superman, Lois Lane, uh, Lex Luthor. They have cast Hawk Girl, members of the Authority, which I don't know nothing about the Authority. That means I got to research and re- start reading comic books from uh, the Authority. Um, Guy Gardner, who's a Green Lantern. Um, so those are the ones that have been announced and more. <laughs> Jimmy Olsen has been announced. Uh, it, there's been a lot of people that have been announced already. That's one of the movies. The second movie is The Authority, which I said I don't know anything about. That means I, that's on my list of comic books. I have a whole list of comic books, especially, and I keep on adding ones when certain movies do come out or I get interested in a character because anytime, sometimes I'll just be looking up characters just to interest me to see which comic books I want to read. You know, I do read comic books. I've, I'm getting into the groove of, uh, doing reviews on comic books. Um, I'm at the moment I'm reading Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow and I have one beside me right now, which I started today, which is Nightwing Leaping into the Light. I've I've had this for a while, just haven't it's just been sitting there in a pile. So I have been reading that. I'm also reading um manga, manga, excuse me, manga. I'm been reading uh spy family i'm on the second one of that i'm also watching it too so (laughs) i i went off track but the third movie is brave and the bold which is a batman movie with robin um then supergirl woman of tomorrow and then swamp thing 
Um, and then the shows is Creature Commandos. Now, Creature Commandos is basically a, a group of um, of monsters that are in a team together. Uh, Marvel has theirs too, but the monsters are. Um, let's see, the monsters is the Bride, uh, Frankenstein. Um, you have, do do do. I'm trying to, you have I, I, G, I, Robot, you have uh, Weasel, you have, um, what else, who else, those are the ones I'm seeing, but I feel like we're going to see more monsters than that, which I'm happy about. Now, Mar- like I said, Marvel has theirs, which is the Legion of Monsters, um, which is basically, if you really think about it, it's basically the same thing. Just different monsters, basically. Um, <laughs> you really think about it. It's just different monsters because Legions of, of Monsters is Ghost Rider, Man-Thing, Wolf by Night, uh, Morbius, uh, the Living... Uh, vampire and there's more too because there was a spider-man cartoon recently not even that long ago um i want to say more than two years ago uh they had an episode of that which i thought was interesting i watch every uh, spider-man cartoon i love spider-man that's one of my top ones but i love that there's like a team of monsters I, i i just love that creature commandos i love i love that title uh, I do know that James Gunn is, uh, it's, he's writing it. So, uh, I love, I love that because I do like James Gunn as a director and a writer. Um, I think that anytime James Gunn puts his hands on a project, he, he does it to the best of, he pushes stuff. He pushes stuff that he I think he listens to the fans but I also feel like he he's a very creative person at the same time I really I really think that um the second show that's on this list is Waller which that means Amanda Waller is coming back who is played by um played by uh Viola Davis um then Lanterns then Par- uh, Paradise Lost, which is going to be about uh, Themyscira, um, and then Booster Gold, and then Peacemaker's second season. I'm waiting on Peacemaker's second season because the first one was so good. It was I, the first season of Peacemaker was so out the out the box for me because I was like John Cena plays plays a does a really good job as peacemaker he really does he have that he has that like quirkiness and he he's just he's just a in my opinion he's a really good actor he really is when it comes to stuff like that he's really he's really good at it um but those are all the the wines that i see on this list um lanterns uh they have been talking about lanterns about like two um about how it's going to be about how Jordan and John Stewart and in my mind it's going to be like a buddy buddy thing which makes sense 
Because in my, I love John Stewart. I love Hal Jordan too. But anytime it comes to um, Green Lanterns, how John Stewart's my dude. He really is. I love John Stewart. I love the Green Lanterns. Period. Um, I do think they've been talking about Green Lantern, a Green Lantern movie, a Green Lantern show for a while now. He's been teased. It's just, it's just crazy because. I've said this before and I'll say it again. That movie that they did with Ryan Reynolds sucked. Um, it's just, that's just my opinion. Um, now, we'll say Ryan Reynolds does a really good job with Deadpool. He really does. Um, he does, I think he does a really amazing job with it. That's when I've been talking about it on my other platform, but I believe that the next. Deadpool movie that's coming out this year, actually this summer. They just got done filming it, by the way. Just got done filming it. And uh cuz um Hugh Jackman posted that they were done cuz he was shaving off his beard and uh Ryan Reynolds posted something also and then uh it's announced it's coming out during the summer but it's also been teased that we're supposed to see a trailer pretty soon which in my mind is it's it's the first of the month this year so they have like what I want to say five months five months five six months so it's it's crazy and I know the banter between Wolverine and Deadpool are going to be amazing. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. Sorry, I got sidetracked. But yeah, Green Lantern or Lanterns, that's what they're ta- they're announcing it as just Lanterns. But uh, yeah, you know another show that is really good and they're coming back for their f- fourth and final season is Superman Lois. Superman Lois is a really good show and I can't stand the fact it's going off. Because it was really good from the beginning, it was so good. I do like the stories that they're they're doing. I do like you know Clark having kids. I I love that. That's really good because I in my mind they could just put it on uh on Max. In my mind, it doesn't have to be on CW. <laughs> it could be it could be on Max. I would be so happy if it was just on Max because the quality of that show is really good. The writing's good too. I always say this, and I feel like I'm a broken record, but I always, when it comes to a show or a movie, especially a a, a, a show that I'm going to sit there and put my time into watching, I look at the writing. I look at the storylines. I look where where it's going to take it. Because I always ask myself, I always ask myself, it could be multiple questions. It could be three questions. But the three questions that I ask myself when I watch a, a show or a movie when it comes to a movie, is is these characters going to interest me all the way through the movie? The second one is the writing, like the storyline and everything that makes is everything making sense. Because sometimes some stories in a movie or a show have holes in it. Okay. Uh, the second thing is, am I entertained? I'm always that's the always the question. I never take it off my list when I'm I'm thinking about a movie or I'm talking about a movie. Am I entertained? Because I will sit up there and say, Well, you didn't have me like you didn't have me throughout the movie. I my attention span 
is very, very, it's not short, but like if there's a character that I love and is pushing me through the whole movie, okay. But I love when a whole, like all the characters are really good and you're, you're just pushing me through the whole movie and I love it, you know, but if I'm entertained, I'll sit there and watch it. It could be a bad movie. I can, and it's still entertaining me. I'll sit there and watch it. But if it's a bad movie, because I have cut off movies before, <laughs> or I'll just watch the first ten minutes and be like, ugh, and then turn and then turn it off. But sometimes I have to catch myself that I'll, I'll watch a movie here at the house and I'll be like, okay, okay, I'm I'm watching this. You haven't got me yet, but okay. Okay, when is it going to kick in? Because some movies, I love slow movies. I like like slow burn movies, but I also like a fast paced movie. Also like a movie that's teaching me something. I like, I also watch documentaries. So that's the thing. That's how my mind process movies sometimes. That's how my mind process TV shows. When it comes to TV shows, you could have me in the first five minutes and I'll sit up there and binge the whole eight or or. Or 14 episodes in one walk. And I'll watch that show in two days. Don't think I won't. (laughs) I'll probably lose sleep. But I'm going to watch that whole show. Same thing when it comes to books. I'll be like. Because sometimes I have a short attention span when it comes to books. But if I read something that I necessarily want to read. Or a character that I love. That's why I love comic books so much. I'll sit there and read the whole thing. I'll sit here where I'm sitting at right now. Recording this episode. And I'll, I'll just watch it. I will, I mean, excuse me, I'll read it and I'll have like a, a, a movie going on in the background and I'll be like paying it, listening to the movie, but I'm also paying attention to the book too. You know, that's what, that's what's going on in my head when I, I'm, li- I'm, I'm reading a book or, or watching a show or watching a movie because sometimes I'm also a person that. I, I listen to other people's uh, like reviews and stuff like that. It's entertaining when I listen to other people's reviews and stuff. But sometimes people come... Some people don't give a chance on a movie. At least I'll sit there. Now, I have cut off movies before. But that don't mean I'm not going to come back to it. Because most of the time, movies I've cut off before, I'll come back to it. Now, I will say this. There is one movie that I have not watched, and I I don't know why I haven't watched it yet. <laughs> and I'll probably watch it sometime this week. Saltburn. I haven't <laughs> I haven't watched it yet. People said it's a good movie, but there's so many things going in the movie. There's a graveyard scene. I already know what these scenes are because people have been saying stuff about it. There's a graveyard scene. There's a bathtub scene. <laughs> I just haven't watched it yet. I will. I will because I do want to talk about it. So, yeah. Um, But I always go back to movies. I always go back to TV shows. Movies in particular, especially the ones that fuel me, what I mean by that is movies from my childhood. I always go back to movies from, from my childhood. If you love, this is a great thing. You have an opinion. When you watch movies as a child... You just love the characters and the visuals and stuff like that. Watch it at watch it as an adult. 
you'll have you probably have the same opinion, but you have like a different opinion. You have a, your your adult opinion about the movie. And most of the time it's going to be good. Like certain movies, I swear, I'm kind of trying to get off I'm 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 getting off topic, but it's basically the same thing when it comes to superhero movies. But uh superhero movies in my opinion are like I always go back to superhero movies. I talk about them quite often because I love talking about superheroes. But go back to a childhood movie. Do it. <laughs> go back to a childhood movie. I, I bet you. I bet you you're going to have the same opinion you had as a child. And then you put your adult opinion on it. Okay? I bet you. I bet you. I'm going to talk more about that in the next segment. But... Yeah, I think all these movies that are coming from uh, James Gunn. Now, James Gunn is directing Superman Legacy. Um, he, he's he been very vocal, which I love. I, I follow him on um, on X, so I pay attention to that. Because he, cause I, yesterday, when it got announced the sheet that Millie Alcott was going to play Supergirl, I was like, where's... Where's James Gunn, like, approval, you know, because he, he'll say something about it, especially if someone's doing, like, you know, saying something or whatever. So he'll say something he did. I didn't catch on as much as like, quickly as I should, but I made a video. I made two videos about it yesterday. And, uh, yeah, because now I'm reading the comic. Now I know that she's going to be in the movie. I'm, I'm going to read about her and, uh. I want to pick out two superhero, two Superman, uh, Superman uh, comic books to just get me, give me a little mm, taste of you know of that. I know a lot about Superman without the comic books, by the way. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but in the next segment, I'm going to talk about childhood and getting like my thing, what I do with movies. But I hope everyone is having a good day. So in the last segment, I was talking about, like, going back to a childhood favorite movies, right? Because what I do personally, and I talked about this in the last segment, but I want to talk about it in a broader way uh, for the next, like, 10 minutes. And one thing I do to get me, sometimes I don't get tired of movies. I've never have gotten tired of movies because I know people that get burnout, like, because I think the reason why they get burnout because they watch the same type of movie or the same genre of movie, right? And I talked a little bit about this in my last video on YouTube um, because I was, I've started a new series on my YouTube of mo- movies that I recommend. I recommend movies to people all the time or people just come up to me and ask me like, what is your favorite movie or what movies do you recommend and all that kind of stuff. And the first thing I ask them, it's always, I always give them the same question. What's the genre? What's your favorite genre? And you know what I do? I give them the opposite of the genre that they, that they love and they stick with because get outside of your comfort zone. <laughs> do it because I always go I what my favorite genres is action, comedy, um drama and thriller, right? But I also 
the type of like movie. I love spy movies. I love like give me a rom-com, give me those type of movies, right? Superhero, give me those movies. Give me an anime movie. Give me those type of movies. Someone told me, okay, I like I like action, right? And I I like I asked them another question. Do you like anime? Do you like uh do you like um anime style of stuff? And if they say they don't, I give them an anime movie. You know why? Because I learned this a couple years ago. I did not, in my teens, I was watching anime, right? I was watching, I love animation, period. But then I, for some reason, I felt when I went to high school, when I went to college and stuff, I fell out of it for some reason. And then, uh, then I quickly went during COVID and all that kind of stuff happened. I, uh, I went to, I, I went outside of my box again. And that's when I started really talking about movies. And different movies will give you a different perspective on different stuff. Watching anime movies, if you're not even a fan, you will love them. I bet you. I bet you. You will love them. I just recently did like an anime theme of movies that I recommend. I just posted yesterday. But it's those movies are really good movies. Just go on. Most of them are stream, on streaming. I feel like if you watch, if you were a fan of Pokemon or Digimon or something like that, I think you would like you would like it. Okay, I think you will like like that the like anime stuff. But I always, when it comes to genres of movies or TV shows, I see the same people watch the same stuff. Oh, okay, I'm just gonna watch a drama, but they continue watching other shows, the same the same type of show, but just different shows. With the same, okay, this is this, this is the killer. This, right? Like, don't that get old? Don't that get old to try to figure out the killer? And you're talking to a person that loves Law & Order Special Victims Unit. Sometimes, you can love those those genres, but sometimes it's okay to get outside. Like, do something different, you know? I always push that because... Because you have like a different, have a different perspective of, of different things when it comes to even watch foreign movies. Oh my goodness. There are some really good foreign movies. I'll probably do that in, in the next couple of weeks. Uh, there's really good foreign movies. Godzilla minus one. You don't even have to be a Godzilla fan. <laughs> you don't, I, I love Godzilla movies. I got like into that when I was a child, but then all these Godzilla movies started popping up the last couple of years and they're really good. <laughs> so like, like, you know, get outside of your comfort zone. Another thing, watch a movie from your childhood that you haven't watched in the last 20 years. Do it. <laughs> because I bet you, you're going to have the opinion that you had as a teenager or a child. You put watch it now as an adult. You'll have like probably you'll have the same opinion, but you'll have your di a same opinion as an adult. It is crazy. Tell me why. <laughs> Anytime I see like oh this movie's turning twenty, I'd be like what? Because okay, if you're a Disney fan, just as much as I am, okay, 
Disney Channel original movies. Most of those movies are like 20 years old, especially ones that I I grew up with, like Xenon, the 21st Century, Girl. That movie is, I believe it's almost 25 years old. <laughs> I, I'm thinking to myself, damn, how old was I? <laughs> because I'm not that old. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not that old. I refuse. <laughs> To say, oh, I'm that old. I'm only 33. It's not like I'm I'm in my 50s. I'm only tw- tw- uh, 30. I was about to say I was 25. Uh, 33? 25? Horse Sense is another one. Like, you'll have a different perspective when you watch old childhood movies. Okay? I, w- I always have the same opinion about Lion King. <laughs> same opinion you know what my opinion about Lion King is it's a good movie Mufasa didn't have to die that's what <laughs> actually I feel like Mufasa had to had to die for Simba to be the person that he had to be I, I feel that's probably y'all probably won't be listening to this like she's crazy but like and they're doing a Mufasa pre-sequel movie just as much I don't really like this is my opinion I thought the live action Lion King movie was good but not as good as um as the original animation one simple (laughs) but go back to like old childhood movies it could be I was even raised in the 80s. I love 80s movies. I'm I know in everything about 80s movies, not even the fact that I was not even raised in the 80s. I was raised in the 90s. I love I love I love 90s movies. I love 80s movies. I have when I was in a te- when I was a teenager, I was obsessed with 80s movies. <laughs> I still am. Because anytime I watch any 80s movies, y'all should hear the some, some of the stuff that come out of my mouth. Um, <laughs> I personally rather watch a movie by myself. The reason, the reason why is because I like putting my commentary while I'm in my room or in my house. I'll watch a movie and I'll just talk, I'll be listening to it and I'll be saying stuff. That's just that's just how I this is how I work. Now if I'm with people, I'm not gonna be saying it. I will be saying it in my head. But that's how I feel. But get outside your comfort zone. Please. Get outside your comfort zone. Because if you're sitting up there just watching action movies, I'll be looking at you like, you know there's other stuff, right? You know, there's other there's other stuff. My mom sit up there and said she don't like action movies with comedy. What? <laughs> Those are the best ones. <laughs> ones and then the crazy thing about this what kind of action movie don't have a little bit of comedy you know what I'm saying cause she loves Rush Hour and that's nothing but an action comedy if you really think about it that's, that's all it is it's a really good franchise but how are you gonna sit up there and say well action action shouldn't have have, uh, have comedy in it the reason why she said that is 
because I suggested, hey, watch Brother Son, which is a new show with Michelle Yeoh on uh, on Netflix, right? Next thing, she couldn't even get into the show because she thought, well, I don't like action with comedy. And the comedy and the action in that show is amazing. <laughs> It is so good, but she refuses to get into it. I think she watched the first two episodes. You know, and then I, but my thing is, is that if you can't get into a show, you just can't get it. Everything is not for everybody too, you know, but at least experience it one time. Experience it one time as something that you keep on watching the same stuff. Maybe you should... (laughs) Maybe you should you should get outside of your comfort zone. Because I know people that just strictly watch drama movies or shows. I can't do it. <laughs> Y'all, I'll sit up there and watch a whole drama show. I'll be, I'll be yelling at my screen. <laughs> Some of the storylines and stuff. <sighs> It'd be so bad. But I do that all the time with any type of show or any type of movie. But I'm going to talk about that, and I hope everyone is having a good day. Hi, everyone. I hope everyone is having a good day. This is what's on my mind, okay? So, I have been talking about Avatar The Last Airbender, the live action, which is about to come, uh, come on in the next couple of weeks. And I'm excited for it because I'm a fan of the cartoon, which was on Nickelodeon for, you know, that and Legend of Kara. I, I I love the show. It's so good. So I've been talking about the live action. I like the fact that all the, the characters look very accurate to the, the, the cartoon, right? And now I will say this. This is will be part of what I'm talking about. Now, the original creators of Avatar The Last Airbender left uh, like two years ago into the project. I think it was around two years. And now we're figuring out why. (laughs) And I'll go more into that in a minute. But the trailer came out for for the show, the live action. It looks good. I was raving about it. I did a couple videos about it. I've been talking about the pictures. I've been just... Just been in awe of the live action stuff that we've been seeing from uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender from the trailer and the in the in the um, the pictures, and and before all that came out, we you know we were getting casting and all that kind of stuff, and I was so excited. I really was. Now, am I a fan of something original? That's a cartoon. Going into live action, yes, if it's done right. <laughs> you know what got done right? And I'm not even, I've never, I'm a fan of anime, but I've never watched One Piece, the anime. Never, right? <laughs> tell me tell me why they did a live action of One Piece. I told myself, well, let's go, let's watch it, Okay. I know a little bit about the characters, not a broad scope of it at all, right? I sat down, watched that show to beginning to end and loved the beginning to the end, okay? The visuals was good. The everything looked good, right? The character development, um, I'm going to point that out. Character development. 
Okay? I don't know the character development from the sh- from the anime, but I liked what I was seeing from the live action. Okay, and then the last couple of months, everybody's been talking about Avatar The Last Airbender and what they're going to be doing. And, you know, the pictures been coming out and everything to see... The, the visual effects look good on Momo and on um, Appa. And I was, I was liking what I was seeing. Then all of a sudden, the last couple of days, it's, it's been coming out certain key aspects of development of these characters are going to be taken out. And I was thinking to myself, why would you want to do that? Why? Why would you want to take key things out of development? It, it don't it don't make sense to me. And the reason why it doesn't make sense to me is because you have the cartoon. All you got to do is go by that and put your twist on it a little bit, right? Don't change too much, but put your little mm to it, right? And all of a sudden, all these reports been coming out of certain key things that they're taking out of certain characters, and I was like, okay, let me read this. And I'm reading it, and I'm reading it, and I'm thinking to myself, why? Why are you doing this to this character? And I'm about to read it to you guys. And this is what we're going to, this is what we're going to be talking about, right? Okay. So, Netflix live action series took out um took out how sexist Sokka was there was a lot of moments in the original show that were iffy right and then I was thinking to myself okay what are they talking about okay so Sokka was very in the beginning (laughs) he was very you know uh sexist and he to certain you know uh I can't think of the thing oh pop in my head but he was very, you know, sexist towards the beginning and stuff. He had this thing about, you know, women the women and stuff like that, girls, you know. And they're taking that out of his story. And I was thinking to myself, why? Because that is key development in his story. <laughs> key development. He thought... I all pop up in my head. He thought because in moment in the I think during the first season, he, uh, there was a group of women. The name of them will come up, pop up in my head. He thought that he could beat them, and he 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 couldn't. And eventually, they taught him. Those are key developments. Like key developments. I've I've been sitting here. <laughs> I'm 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 kind of heated because I don't like when they start doing that. I don't like start when you take a character that everybody knows in the whole world of Sokka, and all of a sudden you want to take because the live action and you don't want to offend nobody. But it's okay. We'll be fine because people that are OG fans, including myself, will know. That that is part of his development. Okay? Y'all just think about it. Okay? Think of a character that you know. It could be from a cartoon. It could be from a a movie. It could be from a TV show. It could be anything. Right? Think of that person. 
person that was horrible <laughs> in the first season or in a movie. Now, if it's a movie and they think that in the beginning, bet you nine out of ten they're not going to be thinking about that, being that type of person towards the end of the movie or the series or whatever. You take the best the, the best development moments out. What do you got then? Not, what, what's soccer going to be? <laughs> Someone in the comment section said, what is he going to do? Stand there and look pretty? <laughs> It's 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 crazy to me because I, I'm thinking that they don't want to offend nobody, but the OG fans know all the developments of all these characters. Even Katara, they they were talking about um, when I was reading it, they were talking about her. Let me scroll a little bit because I missed it, <laughs> but. They were talking about her saying that they were going to take key developments out of her character. Like they don't, they, they just want to take them out. And I was like, why? Are you going to take the best things, not the best things, but the best, the best development moments, the best learning moments of Katara and Sokka and Aang? Are you going to do that? Because that don't make sense. Here you go, right here. So, it says that showrunner Albert Kim uh, said that they removed some of Katara's gender issues for the live action. The cartoon is great as it was 15 years ago. Things have changed. There are certain roles I think Katara did in the cartoon that we did did not necessarily also do here. I mean, I don't want to really get into a lot of that, but some gender issues that didn't quite trans translate. So that's what he's saying. So so I also always read from um I'm reading from uh uh you know, from the thing, but people comment. And some of the comments, some someone said that her being a mother figure at 11, I mean, excuse me, at 14, is gigantic part of her development. Her fighting for recognition, 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 excuse me, <laughs> is what made her the most powerful water bending in uh, the world. Now, and key developments of her is she's a waterbender. And they were looking at her because she's a she's a female. They didn't want her to do, you know, she was a mother figure to Sokka. And Aang! <laughs> you want to take that out? If you take that out, you just can't. I just, I don't like, this is some of my big problems when it comes to when you do a, from original material to live action. There's nothing wrong with the original material. So why mess with it? You see what I'm saying? Why mess with it? And people, they thought maybe the showrunners think, well, people don't want to see it because it was 15 years ago. It doesn't matter if it was 30 years ago. <laughs> that same material could translate today because you could twist it a little bit, but don't take it out fully. You know what I'm saying? That are key developments of her story. 
key developments of Sokka's story. It don't make no sense. It just don't make sense. And then all of a sudden, I'm sitting here reading. And I I was trying to... I was not going to talk about Avatar The Last Airbender for uh for today. I was going to talk about something else uh on here and then on some video on some video. I was not going to do that. Then all of a sudden I seen this cuz this was posted yesterday. And it says so showrunners say that they had to find a balance where the series appealed to the OG fans and then people who liked uh Games of Thrones. It it it's could not be just for kids. And then all of a sudden down here it says season two, season three will have more maturity themes than season one was. Uh, so for us, it was more striking than right, uh, uh, striking the right balance of making sure we were true to the DNA of their original, but at the same time, we had to make it a uh, sizzling, I know I said that wrong, Netflix drama so it could feel grounded and mature and adult in any in that way. Okay. <laughs> now, let's break this down a little bit so I'm not everywhere, okay? In the first part, the showrunner says they were trying, they're trying to find balance between the OG fans and then the people that like Games of Thrones. So a lot of people know this about me. I love Games of Thrones. I also watch House of Dragons. I think the, both of those shows are amazing, right? But this is what I got to say. You didn't have to find a balance or nothing. You know why I say that? It's because OG fans, strong OG fans that watch the cartoon know if you want to put a live action and... And go from the original material, put your own twist on it, they will watch it. And have all the development, character developments in the show. You don't have to find the balance in between that. Because you have Games of Thrones fans, and you have uh, Avatar The Last Airbender fans. And I bet you most of them watch Games of Thrones. <laughs> okay? You didn't have to find... It's, it It could be... You know the crazy thing? <laughs> the cartoon is just not for kids. It's not. I didn't start watching when Avatar The Last Airbender first came on. I was 15. <laughs> I was 15 years old when it first came on. Okay? Maybe a little bit older. I did not. I watched it a little bit when it first came on. Then I rediscovered it. When I was a little bit older, right? Then I watched, by that time, Legend of Car was already off when I was starting to get into, get into her show, right? At that point, everybody in their mama was watching Avatar The Last Airbender, <laughs> okay? So you didn't have to, re- you didn't have to find a balance. You could have just... Go off of the, I keep on repeating myself, the original material. You didn't have to do that, you know, because everybody knows Games of Thrones is Games of Thrones. (laughs) Avatar The Last Airbender is Avatar The Last Airbender, okay? Everything doesn't have to look like Games of Thrones 
And this is coming from a fan of Games of Thrones. Okay? This is coming from a fan of House of the Dragons. Everything doesn't have to look like so, so, mm, you know what I'm saying? It doesn't have to look look like that. Now, the, from the trailer of Avatar The Last Airbender, it looks amazing. It looks amazing. Everything, the scene, I talked about this in my video. It looks, it looks so good. But if you're going to start cutting corners of character developments, no. <laughs> now, someone asked me, because I talked about it on my YouTube, and someone, um, I'm new to YouTube, by the way. Someone asked me, are you going to do, like, are you going to do the whole series? Are you going to do the first episode? I was going to wait until the whole series, watch the whole series and then do do it right but now that i'm hearing this i'm going to do the first episode watch the whole i'm going to do a video of the first episode and then do a whole um review on the whole show just to just because of what i'm here i was thinking about that already before I, I was reading all this but come on now and then in the second half of this of this post, it says that second season, third season are a lot uh, will be more mature. Now, <laughs> when I hear mature, now we all know how mature Games of Thrones is. You can't really do that with uh, uh, Avatar The Last Airbender because these kids are, I think they up the ages on them just a tad. I think Aang is about 12 to 13 and I think Katara is about 14 15 and I think Sokka is about 15 16 some something around in those ages right now I don't if you want to be mature what mature in which way because the way I'm thinking mature is the wrong way like more, mm, more, that's the wrong word. Like mature how? Because then when you get in the first, the second season and the third season, you're getting into a, lot, a little bit more characters, you know, more character development, you know. So don't take key, like I said in the beginning, don't take key uh, things out of development. It's just not, it's just, it's just, I don't. I just not, it's just not the way I'm thinking. And I'm thinking, I've been thinking about this ever since I've heard this. Yesterday I heard about it and then I write about it and stuff. I don't, I don't necessarily like it because, you know, certain key developments on certain characters that I love, I'm thinking to myself, what if you pull one key development out of their learning experience and their personality and in their life? What kind of person would they be? So now I'm really interested what they're doing with these characters. I am. I'm really interested because I don't know what you're gonna do with the characters that I love. I really I really I really do. That's like like taking away like Tommy's Tommy Pickles pacifier. It's just it's just weird. <laughs> It really is. Because now I'm thinking of other like cartoons from my childhood. If you take like different key aspects out of their life, 
That's like making a live action version of Rugrats and taking the taking Tommy Pickle and Dill Pickle's parents away. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> it just don't it just don't make sense. It just don't make sense. But I'll talk more about this because now I'm 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 a little less interested, but more interested what they doing with these characters. See, that's the thing. But I just wanted to talk about that, and I hope everyone is having a good day. Bye. I hope everyone enjoyed this episode. I love talking about these subjects, and I am coming out with new segments. But I hope everyone enjoyed this episode, and I hope everyone's having a good day.